Welcome to the Dada Chronicles. This podcast is all about the unique stories of amazing individuals from all over the world. They talk about how their lives came about before, during, and after this thing that we call the pandemic. Hi, my name is Sonia, and I will be your host for today's episode. Okay, that didn't turn out right. Let me just, <laughs> Let me just do another retake. <laughs> cut, 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 cut. <laughs> okay. And you know when you know when you work out, right? You work out, you feel pain, you feel sore after the workout. It's because your muscles are growing. Your muscles are actually producing ATP, and that means positive growth. And my former trainer would always tell me, "No pain, no gain." So if you didn't feel any soreness, if you didn't feel any any well, a good type, you know, any good type of pain after doing a certain workout that means that that workout did you no good because your muscles your muscles your muscles are on a plateau or they didn't respond to the workout that you did and the saying that that goes um you know the saying that goes um uh success does not come from comfort zones did i phrase that right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, but it sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded good. Yeah, I paraphrased it from something. I'm sure, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. You don't you don't grow in your comfort zone. No, you just don't. Um, that's that has been proven and tested by me. I went through different seasons in my life where I went through a lot of pruning. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's another conversation <laughs> but in general that would be a great conversation what that would be a great conversation oh sorry i didn't hear, i didn't say? hear that right oh that your conversation about pruning will that will be a great conversation one of these days right yeah uh something to share just for just for the listeners out there who are probably going through a very uncomfortable season in their life and they probably think that there's no there's no end to it but mm-hmm. trust me there actually is <laughs> and <laughs> there actually is and in Christ there is always a way out and that is a guarantee mm, thank you <laughs> I love it <laughs> Thank you. I, I try. I try. So, so Michael, tell us how these interested parties or they, these interested groups of people can be a part of your asset building business. Yeah, for sure. So you reach out to me, right? Because again, we're a private group, we're a referral only. And 
you know, through my LinkedIn. I don't know if you will have access to that, but yeah, reach out to me through LinkedIn. Um, usually that's, that's why I like to have some conversations or maybe my email if it's on here and uh, make it clear, make it plain that that's what you're reaching out to me for because I get a lot of people that I'm talking to, a lot of emails that I'm getting. So um, I don't always uh, pick up on that if it's very indirect or you're kind of feeding around the bushes per se. So please make that direct. And also afterwards, uh, we usually take people through a pro pretty like intensive vetting process, right? To see if really we can be a good part, a good partnership or a good business working together because, and it's about like seven, eight meetings, if not uh, more, because, you know, right now over this one podcast, I could just be, you know, shooting out hot air, right? I could be saying all this good stuff, but really I'm not living out the talk, you know, as, as I was saying earlier. But if you meet with people a bunch of times and you talk with them, you kind of tend to get to know them a bit better, see their tendencies. And uh, so I want you to know that I'm real. I want to know that you're real, you're serious, and we educate people pretty heavily. We want to give people some homework. They got to be accountable and all this kind of stuff. So that we'll take people through a process to discern if partnership is going to be good for both, uh, both sides of the party. So um, yeah, reach out to me. We'll talk, set up a Zoom meeting, uh, be able to have a chat, get to know each other a bit, talk some mindset and details, and really take it from there. But it is a long process. If you want the answers, what do you do? All this stuff right now uh, usually doesn't go well because it takes a lot of time to educate people about that stuff. For example, I guess you would know like a doctor maybe saves lives or something, but to learn how to do that took them a long time, right? Probably like 12 years of schooling, residency and all this stuff. So same thing in business. There's no shortcuts. There's no silver bullet. There's no one-liner. Uh, you got to learn everything step by step. And if you will allow us to take you through the process to educate you, then uh, we can build a relationship, build a trust, and really build something big together potentially. And if it's not a fit, that's great. At least we got to talk, network, meet each other, hear each other's stories, what we're about. And maybe in the future, we can connect about different stuff. And just a caveat is I will be hard on you. I will hold you accountable. You know, show me, don't show up in meetings, uh, things like that. I will call you up. And I'm not afraid to do that for your own benefit, hopefully, because sometimes we just need someone to tell us that um, to, again, be our best self to move forward. And uh, I like to be straight up. I don't like to beat around the bushes. And every now and then, just got to do that. And if there's something that I'm doing, right, that is not good, you let me know, right, in terms of accountability and all this kind of stuff. Maybe I'm late. Maybe I know show you which should not happen, right, unless by extreme circumstances, right? So it goes both ways, right? But I like to live at a high standard. I like to play at a high standard. We're a championship team. So hopefully that... Uh, gives you some inroad to see how you can reach out and have a conversation or start a conversation. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yes, and I will be including his LinkedIn profile on the description of this podcast episode. So guys, don't hesitate to reach out if you think that you are the right candidate for his championship team. Yes, <laughs> and if you, sorry, one more thing. If you, re, if you add me on LinkedIn, and it's just like a random ad. There's no con. There's no message there. And I see that you're from some, I don't know, a totally different country, and I never met you. I may just think, oh, I don't know this person, and I may ignore it, right? But if you make it clear, hey, heard your podcast. That's why I'm reaching out. Then I will obviously add you back, and we can talk. So please make it plain. I don't do well with indirect. Uh, I don't do well with all that kind of stuff. Uh, usually, it's great to make it more explicit. <laughs> yes, guys. So coming from 
coming from the city. My time <laughs> is money. I believe we say it. <laughs> we like to cut yes, to the you. chase. <laughs> and we don't like beating around the bush. <laughs> and on a lighter note, we would love to be good stewards of time. Ooh, Because amen. time is equivalent to uh, financial resources. Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. <laughs> so, It somehow turned into a podcast about like success and like what? Like uh, this kind of turned into a podcast about like success and motivation and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, each each episode is actually very unique, and that's what <laughs> and that's what I think I have been blessed with since I started recording with you guys because uh, it just goes to show that this this project can actually transcend to any age groups or any cultural backgrounds and all of that good stuff mm. so yes variety <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> There's always something for everyone out there. So, Michael, do you mind telling us how and what inspired you to actually come up with this business idea? Yeah. So, uh, this idea uh, I did not come up with, but what happened was like, I guess to relate to some people, you know, if you ever like had passion about arts or Uh, performing on stage or you you wanted to get into i don't know investment banking or whatever it is that you were like oh that'd be awesome to do that uh, a lot of us that idea comes from like when we meet people or we see something on tv right and we go oh that's awesome like that's what i want to be doing uh in the future that's kind of the life that i want to live right uh we get inspired by that so what inspired me is not a what but it's a who And those are my mentors, right? I saw the lifestyle that they were living and uh, they had great relationship with their family. They had time as well as money because sometimes people have a lot of money, but they have no time because they spend all their time making that money. Right. And chasing other times, the paper. Chasing the paper, you know it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've all been there, right? Out of necessity. Right. But there's also people that don't have the money because maybe they're, they don't have a job or something, but they have tons of time. Right. Hey, yeah. And uh, that's also not great either because you don't have the money to sustain yourself, right? But ideally, you would have both. Ideally, you would have time and money so that you can, you know, do things with your family, you know, take your significant other on dates, right? And not worry about, you know, paying for this, paying for that. And you can actually enjoy your time without rushing through life and not smelling the roses. And That's a lifestyle that I saw some of my mentors living. And they were good to people. They treated servers really well, um, waitresses, waiters, and they, they treated other people just in general well. So like strangers that they've never seen. They were giving money away to good causes and always the first to volunteer and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, you guys are awesome. You guys are amazing. And so I was inspired to live like that. And so I chased them down to really take me under their way. And uh, they told me, hey, you got to, learn how to basically, you know, have money work for you or just basically learn how to, you know, take control of your finances so you can live like this, right? 
Yeah. And that's really what started me on the journey of like, I want to learn business. I want to learn finance. I want to learn all this stuff so that I can get ahead. And uh, usually people like, it all starts with knowledge, knowing stuff. And then you got to apply the knowledge to really make stuff happen. Mm-hmm. So with me, it was really the, the who inspired me, right? And I didn't really come up with the idea. I was pretty happy to duplicate, right? Like if I saw like, okay, I used to like to dance and play guitar. I still do, right? But I like to play my guitar. And the reason I wanted to play guitar was like, I, I played rock band and on there was like Clips of Dover or maybe it was Guitar Hero. And I was like, dude, this song is awesome. Like, I want to be able to play like the guitar like that. And I was inspired. So I started to pick up the guitar and I started to learn from people that were good at guitar. Right. So I didn't come up with the idea of like playing the guitar. I learned from people that were really good at it. And business, same thing. Uh, you don't always have to come up with a novel idea. You don't always have to invent an app. Right. But if you know people that are successful in a business, maybe they'll take you under their wing. Um, and, you know, that kind of stuff could happen. So it doesn't it doesn't always have to be a Facebook or an Apple or something innovative to run your own business. Right. Mm-hmm. So hopefully uh, that that helps you guys. But uh, just or just, you know what? Oh, that's my story. Right. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I ended up, you know, uh, coming up with this and what inspired me. Right. So that's a little bit about that. And you actually found your team along the way, right? Yeah. Apart from your mentors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found good people that are like-minded, that we had fun working together. Um, even though we were doing things that were hard, that we didn't like doing, having a good team, you know, really helps that process go along better. Um, and often in, in, in our life, we have to do things we don't want to do to get the things that we want. And having good people around you that are in the trenches with you, not to compare, you know, working to war, right? That's pretty serious, but... Uh, just like having good teammates around and good people that you get along with that share your mindset uh, is awesome. And uh, that's that's what I like doing. I don't want to be successful by myself. I want to be able to be successful with my friends so that we can travel the world and uh, we can create this bubble of good people, good networks, and, and this kind of stuff that even my kids can grow up around. And I trust you know, my friends because I know who they are. And uh, that's, that's just kind of the team, the lifestyle that I envision. So... It's great to have a team and they always say you know leaders it's lonely at the top that kind of stuff but here's here's something that i learned from john maxwell is like i love hey, john maxwell and oh, zig ziglar so good yeah lebrown so dr cindy trim i watch all of their stuff <laughs> you watch them too yes. yeah also <laughs> mr jesse Duplantis, mr kenneth nice. copeland Nice. <laughs> I love uh, it. Just amazing people. I yes, love those such people. Blessings. <laughs> yes. And yeah, this is what John Maxwell said. He said, hey, if you're a leader, right, and you feel lonely, then nobody's following you. And so you're probably not a leader. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> but I was like, yo, that's so true, right? If you're a leader, you're supposed to have followers and good relationships in your life, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, that's the kind of leadership and the life that I want to create. And uh, here's another thing that I heard about that is like, um, if you're looking to follow someone, follow a mentor, right? Uh, stay far enough behind them so that they can show you the way, they can teach you what they know, and you know that they're better than you so they can mentor you, right? Correct. But stay far enough away 
so that you can see that they are also following someone. Because if they're not following anyone, it's probably a cult, right? Because mm-hmm. usually anything that where it rises and falls on one person ends up being a cult like Tim Jones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you know that your leader is following another leader who's following another leader who's hopefully following maybe Jesus, right, and have some principles, then, you know, it's not a cult. You know that they have good principles. They want to help people do good things, right? And they're not looking to control people, but help people become uh, the best version of themselves. So always keep that in mind. Is your mentor, is your leader following someone? And who is that person? Are they men of good character, good principles? And uh, also, is, 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 do they have good foundations? Like, you know, uh, having good principles, good character, not cheating, not lying, ethical, moral, all that good stuff. So that's our team. I love having a team. Um, I love finding other people that want to be a part of this because I think this is rare, right? It's rare for people to talk like this. It's rare for people to live it out. Um, so that's that's who we are. Yeah, so true. And also, uh, Pastor Brian Houston. Okay. I love listening to his leadership podcasts. Mm. He has. I got to check that out. Yes, I, I recommend that as well. And speaking of leadership and accountability, I am really big on accountability because if you actually study and follow leaders, the lead, these leaders' lives, they have people around them who actually call them out in private, of course, and actually correct them. And they, they actually submit to that. And even kings... Or let's say presidents, they have, they have board members, they have an, an advisory team before they make these big decisions. They don't make decisions on their own. And this is an, a, a really good indicator of somebody who has really strong leadership skills. It's because they, they actually set their egos aside to actually hear out other people's opinions and actually see it on a different on a different light on a different angle because that's what it actually takes to actually make a let's say you're flying a plane you're the pilot you can't function you can't fly a commercial plane without your cabin crew members or even the passengers you know when I was working as a flight attendant, we were actually trained to actually observe every small single detail that we are actually experiencing in uh, with the passengers on deck. So, so that's just how I see it because like the pilots, when they're actually flying a plane, they can't, they can't leave their post you know, when they're actually taking off, they have to focus on what their strengths are. And us as cabin crew members are part of their team. That's why that was that was a part of our job description that says we are the eyes and ears of the flight deck. Mm, I see. So that's how I see it. Yeah, it's really good. I like the way that the analogy a lot. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Oh, thanks. 
<laughs> you are very welcome. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of uh, of planes and flights and taking off, we really just pray that travel bans are going to be lifted soon because traveling is such a gift. It really is. Yeah, it is for sure. I was at Prague and Budapest last summer. Oh, and, nice! Uh, I haven't amazing. been. I want to go. I haven't been oh, there yet. Oh, so good. So amazing. I have heard some really nice stories about Budapest. Yeah, Budapest, the nighttime is amazing. Mm-hmm. There's all these like buildings that they light up and uh, you can take like a little ferry ride and check out, like go on the river and like see stuff. And it's just such a cool vibe, like at night. I would like highly recommend that to anybody. Like it's so cool. Nice. I should probably put that on my bucket list. Budapest. Amen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of uh, where you guys visited, do you need to speak Hungarian or do do they speak English or French? or? Uh, they kind of spoke English. Mm-hmm. So we were able to go by okay. We were only there for like two days or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had like this other Korean person who was like our guide. Uh, for a little bit um so we didn't really have to do a whole lot of like talking uh, to people so we were lucky in that way so that was our experience but usually english seems to do the trick mm. yeah yeah this is so interesting because i was just listening to this podcast yesterday and they were talking about languages and brexit now that the UK is under negotiations with the EU for their for their final Brexit, they are actually in the talks of uh, what language that what language they would be considering when when Brexit finally takes effect. Oh, and, yeah, and they're talking about this new. Uh, European English dialect that is springing up it which and it actually started um, some years ago I think that a few decades ago actually it started with the younger generation when they just started to learn English instead of their native language like let's say French or Portuguese or or uh, Russian and uh, most of the people who are actually who were actually probably born in the 80s 90s they can speak uh really good european english <laughs> they would yeah. say that so yes i think apart from french uh, there there will be a new breed of english once uh, yeah once brexit takes effect and that's really interesting because they the guest actually talks about these slangs that they came up with that they have managed to infuse in the English language. Okay. So they have their native dialect, right? They have their native language. Wow. And they 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 combine that with with the traditional English language and came up with their own slang dictionary. Wow. <laughs> right? So I think that's that's something exciting to look forward to. Oh, for sure. Like, looking to travel, 
people. There's a slang English now. Get all that. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's just it's just gonna be easier to communicate for, uh, when travelers would actually come out to Europe, so that you know they they won't get stuck using just one language. Yeah, that'd be amazing. We're all united with English, and uh, we can just travel easy. Sure, it'll be easier on the just the hosting countries of tourism as well. They can actually understand each other. Yes, that's true. But I also recommend people learning, picking up another language or two, because it also opens up a different a different horizon for them. And even like your brain, like if you learn a different language, mm-hmm. your brain gets uh, develops better processing and different things like that. Is what I heard. It's Again, so true. scientists jump in here. Yes, yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want please to reveal how us. ignorant I am. Is what really. <laughs> but I've been reading a lot about it. I have been reading a lot about how it actually affects your brain if you constantly if you constantly try to to learn uh like a language per se a language for example and um i think it just it this is how i see it you know those neurons but the more that you use them the more that they actually go through a process of multiplying you know, the electricity in our brains constantly ignite when we constantly yeah. use them. So that's a good thing, I would say. For sure. If you're interested to be one of the first to get access to our fresh episodes, hit the subscribe or the like button. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch TV at Alonzo Sonia. That is A-L-O-N-Z-O-S-O-N-J-A. Hope to see you there.